You're listening to the Apollo Podcast Network. Three, two, one. Liftoff will start in T-minus 10 seconds. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. Hey, everybody. This is Craig Ackerman, TV play-by-play announcer for the Houston Rockets. What's up, everyone? This is Jackson Gatlin, host of Locked on Rockets. This is your boy, Heezy, a.k.a. Raheel Ramzanali. It's Sean from Shots and Thoughts. This is Will, a.k.a. Bias Houston. This is Chucky Brown, former NBA basketball player for the 1995 NBA champion Houston Rockets. This is Timoteo Keister. What up, what up? It's Roosh Williams, the Mastodon himself. What's up, Rockets fans? This is Hollywood Don Knock. This is Devin White, a.k.a. The Gentleman. It's your boy, Von Wafer. Hey, it's Matt Thomas, radio voice of the Houston Rockets. Five, four, three, two, one. We have ignition. This is Jonathan Sanford, public address announcer for your Houston Rockets. You're listening to The Summit State of Mind. What is going on, everyone? You are listening to The Summit State of Mind, the podcast of Dream Shakes and Stepbacks. And everything Houston Rockets presented to you by the Apollo Podcast Network. I am your host, your commissioner, Kenny. And of course, with me as always is my brother, my tag team partner, the GM, Justin. But he's not really with me tonight for the first time ever in 120. Well, this is going to be the 120th episode. Me and the GM are not in the same place recording together. But typically when we record, we record separately when we do remote recordings but this is the first time ever you and me have recorded an episode where it's just the hosts and you are not you're not next yeah. to me we are recording I not, this i'm not yeah, present remotely I'm not present i had God, a it's wild. i had a meeting prior to this so you know trying to oh. make stuff happen what was the meeting and, about um we cannot uh disclose that information oh, currently but so- to say that big things are happening you know for us for the podcast for the people hopefully um you know well as soon as we can announce anything that can possibly occur for the podcast we'll be sure to let all of our followers know for sure literally telling everybody that there's something happening literally as we speak and i wasn't a part of it um you know it's just more so like a tease there's nothing to i never i didn't say anything or divulge anything important (laughs) i have to keep i have to keep my i have to keep my co-host in his place no i'm just kidding i don't don't do that i don't do that nothing crazy no no so you had the you had the meeting today i had a a long day at work it's been very busy at my job right now so we've been we've been kind of not there's been like for this podcast and our show, um, we weren't even certain if we were going to put out an episode this week. There, there's a lot of things happening this week, and it's not. It and I'm not saying like podcast. Yeah, it well, yeah. it does pertain to the. It doesn't pertain to the podcast, but there's actually a lot of stuff that is going to pertain to the podcast, that which we were not. We, if you listen to us, and if you listen to this episode, we cannot divulge anything as of yet. But we are busy. We are doing stuff for our show for our brand for our podcast we are doing stuff like literally as we speak but for legality's sake we cannot say anything as of yet so stay tuned <laughs> that's the best the best words that i can say to absolutely everybody. Let's, we'll, we'll keep you by the edge of your seats guys and um you know 
just enjoy the ride. That's all we got to say, right? And continue to support, right? Absolutely. There you go. Well, other than other than uh, talking about work, how are you otherwise? Oh, dude, I'm good, man. I'm good. Nothing crazy. It's Wednesday. We're halfway through the week. Got two more working days and then have ourselves a good weekend. It's going to be fun. I'm having separation anxiety right now. You're not next to me and I already miss you. I'm oh, sad. Man. You'll be I'm okay. legit sad. You'll be okay. <laughs> but I miss my co-host. I miss my co-host. Why do I sound like Dave Chappelle in 2004? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. And just like that. <laughs> D- D- Dave Chappelle is uh there, there's so many um quotes that you can say that can apply to anything in life that pertain to those first two seasons of Chappelle oh show my god you know? so good i yeah, yeah I, I don't even want to I, I feel like we could probably start a whole podcast regarding Chappelle show <laughs> and how, uh, it, imp- and how it impacted our lives it's certainly possible, yeah. Certainly <laughs> so, possible. so so on top of the Rockets podcast, me and my brother have discussed a wrestling podcast. We have discussed uh briefly an avatar podcast with a friend of ours. We are we have discussed making 90s Disney movie podcast, and now we are discussing a Dave Chappelle Chappelle show podcast. There's obviously That's not five. there's not there's not enough podcasters. We need a network. We need a net we need a network. Let's do it. We, we need to uh you know bring this to see who uh, would be uh, interested <laughs> in this kind of world. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, uh, submit, submit your application to summitstateofmind at gmail.com and we'll take a look at you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> in all, in all, all seriousness, uh, we appreciate it, each and every one of y'all. Thank you so much for continuing. Let's do this episode 120. So let's dive into it right now. Look, the Houston Rockets, the, the dog days of summer, you know, we're almost over. Are almost pretty over. much. Yeah, it's pretty much over at this point. We are recording this on September 14th, and we are so close. We are literally less than two weeks away from the first major Rockets <laughs> event that is going to take place before the season. And there are three key dates to look at here. So I'm going to give you all the hookup right now, give you all the lowdown on the three di- most important dates that are coming up before the season. And shout outs to Ali Khan Bajani on Twitter, who was one of the first to break the news. So I went ahead and screenshotted it. Uh, all credits and shout outs to him. He's the one that got it out. So thank you, Ali Khan, friend of the podcast, Ali Khan Bajani. Uh, let me go ahead and give you all the dates so y'all can know what's coming up. Look, September 26th, we have Media Day. So that's the first major event that's going to be happening. Um, media Day, we're going to go more in depth on that in just a minute. But basically, a big day where you get to see your favorite players in their jerseys and they do the interviews and the photo shoots and they're basically it's a basically a media radio row like roundup where they're doing a bunch of different things um for the media so we got that the very next day they're going to do their first day of training camp which is going to be the first of three days on september 27th which is gonna be the first day of training camp then they're going to do that for three days and then they're going to come home and then I think they're going to have a day off and then they're going to go straight into their first preseason game against the Spurs mm-hmm. on October 2nd, 2022, which me, myself and the GM have already punched our ticket and we are going to be there on the 2nd that, that's of October. The plan. That's the plan. That's that the is plan. the plan. That's the plan. Yes. That's the plan as of right now. So three important dates, GM, um, in regards to. Uh, we'll, we'll set aside preseason just because you know preseason's preseason we know what that's going to be but let's 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 turn our focus on media day and training camp right now with these news dropping with with the dog days officially over and this team ready to rock and roll now 
with other things on top of that. How are you feeling kind of going into this uh, media day, this training camp? Are, are, are you feeling more excited than a normal media day? Like per se, like a James Harden led Rockets media day, or is this kind of like, eh, like I'm not really feeling this. I'm just ready for a season to start. I think that's uh, two completely different categories. Like the James Harden era uh, media days were different, especially when Chris Paul arrived. Those were in Dwight Howard. Those were different times. Those are like championship aspiration type excitement. This is more so we're excited for improvement. We're excited for hopefully more than 20 wins this year. Um, but oh, I mean, you know, God, please. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, like seeing the workout uh, video that the Rockets posted was that today of, you know, um, Jalen Green, Jabari Smith Jr., Josh Christopher, Jacob. And I don't remember who else was there, but. You know, seeing that has me excited, especially seeing how much muscle Jalen Green has put on. It's showing his um, commitment to being better. We're so excited. Like, honestly, like, the more I look at it, the more I'm like, man, this guy's going to break out this year. So I'm just, I'm very excited. I'm ready to hear the interviews, ready to see, you know, the likes of, especially the rookies like Jabari Smith and Tar Eason, Ty Ty Washington, and we'll get some good Alperin Shangoon quotes. You know, I'm excited always, for all of always. that stuff. It's going to be good. I'm curious to see how Steven Silas is going to handle uh, this year with just a tad bit more expectations than um, last year. Um, we'll see how it goes. I'm just really, I'm really excited. I'm prepared. I am just ready to see Houston Rockets basketball, you know? I think in regards to media day, I think the, the great thing about media day is that for the first time, and you know, you have different interviews um, the end of the season, Jalen green, if you got remember at the tail end of the season in the summertime, Jalen green did the, the enormous interview with Bill Simmons, obviously, but other than like sound bites here and there, small interviews here and there, everyone's kind of out and doing their own thing other than, you know, if they're staying in Houston and working out, but you'll get interviews kind of here and there and you'll get quotes here and there, but everything's pretty sporadic for the most part during the summer. I think when you come into a media day and I, and I have so much um, memories of this where you can kind of see, so like I can, I fully expect Jalen green to kind of, talk about like what work he went into you know a lot of the times that you don't get to see what he does um his workout videos that was that was a whole thing on twitter but this is like the best opportunity for these players to kind of explain what they were kind of doing this offseason and i realize a lot of them do that um i remember famously well it, i don't know if it was super famously but i remember at one point harden had said that he joined chris paul in doing yoga and that was like breaking news you know what i mean like and he, <laughs> and he admitted that during media day it's and, during know, this during the slow cycle you know yeah yeah and and yeah. this is like this is what kind of like media day is for uh for our listeners kind of if y'all kind of there's a magnitude to this because this is the first time where everyone's kind of coming together like you'll get pictures you know people that have been you know foaming at the mouth for a picture of Jalen Green and Jabari Smith together, you're going to get the picture of Jalen Green and Jabari Smith together, guaranteed the back-to-back um, top picks for the Rockets. You'll get that here. And then more importantly, you know, you'll get the information, kind of like the behind-the-scenes on, like, what they've been doing, like a Jabari Smith. What workouts was he doing this offseason? Who he's been spending the most time with? Um, that, that You know, that's the great thing about the media, about the media and about 
you know, what those people that are there, that are there in person, they get to ask these questions about what they're going to do. And, you know, they're not going to, the, these players aren't going to divulge into it too much, but they're going to, there's going to be a lot of great quotables uh, to come away with. So that's like another thing to kind of look forward to, you know, the great thing about these is that they're always streaming it. So that's another opportunity. If you are at work or if you're off and you're at home, you can definitely stream it and we'll be the ones plugging out the streams for y'all. But there's this is a great opportunity to kind of get to know these players outside of what you're seeing them do on social media and what they're doing out on, you know, different news outlets. They're all mm-hmm. finally back together under one roof in Toyota Center for the first time since since late April when the season ended. So, yeah, this is yeah, like, yeah, you know what I mean? This is like a great opportunity for these guys. And I, and I think that that'll be the case. GM, you alluded to something very important a little earlier when you said that Jalen Green looked great. Bro, have you seen them damn picks? Okay, okay, okay. I got something to say. I got something to say. Just, just real quick. Jalen Green. I mean, look. I, right, I got, I got, I got a bone to pick. Look. Okay. So if you look at this here, like he looks jacked right now. But granted, I mean, he's holding, he's holding some, some dumbbells here. So I'm trying to figure out, like, I'm trying to figure out, like, is this like muscle muscle or is this muscle because he's carrying something you know what i mean or is it like because when you when you're working out the veins are popping you know everything is loose like is it that but then i look closer i, I, I think it's definitely like the muscle a mixture right? of both okay i i believe he certainly gained some weight i mean um i don't remember if someone had posted a picture on twitter of um a 2021 promo picture and now and the definition in his arms have considerably gotten bigger so it's uh he he looks good man um i'm really excited to see how he applies it in terms of him being able to get to the basket and being able to absorb a bit more of the contact and being able to absorb more contact on the defensive end as well i like what i see man i'm really excited and i love his commitment to getting there you know and that's not that was something that people complained about you know his commitment because there wasn't any videos of him like doing stuff and you know or sorry like promo videos of him working out and people were kind of getting on him about that but i don't think he needs to put all that stuff out there but that's just his no i don't think i don't think so either and and on top of all this and i did get confirmation after i looked into it we got i got confirmation that he did in fact, gain five to 10 pounds worth of muscle. Now, granted, the exact number isn't there. It's going to range between five to 10. Steven Silas had briefly brought up that he bulked up, but not, not really letting people know how much he bulked up. But obviously, gaining five to 10s back, getting five to 10 pounds back in muscle is not very easy to do, especially with someone like Jalen Green. And, and I'm always going to quote back to the last dance because it just seems to like, I don't know why, I just compare and, 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 and shoot, don't shoot the messenger. But I, for some reason, I'm always, seemingly comparing jordan to jalen and it's not it's not i don't mean to do it on purpose it's not like hey but when you know the legend tim was it tim grover right that's the trainer for was it tim grover jordan. yeah yeah tim grover right tim grover, yeah, tim grover so. said how hard it is to to gain muscle for the type of figure that jalen green has because jalen green has a similar body type to a kobe to a young kobe and a young michael where he's very lanky and it's hard to gain muscle when all you're doing is running up and down the court and you're doing that for, 
you know, months on end almost every day. So it's very difficult to gain muscle. So Jalen Green, I'm assuming, went on some probably a really pretty crazy diet. And that, that's the thing, like a lot of movie stars tend to do that. They'll gain this muscle. They'll go through this crazy workout regimen. Shout outs to Justin's dog, Henry. But we uh, they go through this crazy workout regimen that, you know, they'll eat like 5,000 calories a day and they kind of force feed themselves to eat. And I'm not saying Jalen Green did that, but I'm sure his metabolism at 20 is super high right now. So he's not, he's going to yeah. burn everything he has. He he's has also, to gain muscle in a proper he's way. He's also so right? growing you know? into his body. He's only 20 years old. Exactly, you know, like, exactly. He's not fully matured in terms of being becoming a, a man and let alone a fully finished NBA player. Um, you know, like it's, it's, at, at that point, at this point, at the age of 20, you know, it's also good for him because he'll be able to gain this muscle in terms of quickness. He'll recover faster because he is still younger. So, you know, in terms of all that, I think that it's a wonderful thing. And um, just, I'm just excited to see how it's applied, man. I want to see his athleticism now. I want to see him with a year under his belt, him making great defensive plays, him making better offensive plays and hopefully getting to the free throw line just a bit more. You know what I mean? I want to also be able to see him finally be the bully instead of the one that gets picked on because I cannot <laughs> remember time and time again, every time when he would get the ball, you know, at times he'd get the ball stripped and granted it didn't happen as much towards the end of the season. You know, he really went on that tear of those, you know, five straight 30 point games, but you know, when he got into the dog days of the season, he, he got ripped a lot. He got bullied a lot. Like he got, he would try to get into the lane. People would literally rip the ball out of his hands. People would push him out of the way, you know, kind of, kind of, you know, welcome to the NBA kid moments. And he had a lot yeah. of welcome to the NBA yeah. kid. moments. He certainly did. He certainly so did. I want to be able to see him be the one, you know, I, you know, he's going to be the one to apply the pain, not the, he wants to <laughs> the pain as opposed a, to being the one taking the pain. I'm going to give him a little bit more time. Not just year two, but maybe like years no, three, yeah. four, five. And then he'll start literally like posting up people, oh yeah, showering them with his athleticism, with the strength, and it'll be like the perfect combination. Um, you know, Jalen just has all the right tools to be that guy and to be that complete stud. So I think that overall, it's going to be great. I'm I'm, re I'm ready to see. The evolved version, Jalen Green 2.0, Jalen Green number four. Um, you know, like it, it, it's just so much that's going to happen. And it's um, it's pretty crazy, man. There's just so much happening and I'm excited. Look at Jacob too, man. Jacob looks really good. And well, he um, looks he looks pretty shredded for the most part. And and, and it's funny that you looks ready. He looks ready. Yeah. And we're, I, I want to go. I want to. I, there were three players I wanted to go into, and Jacob was going to be one of them. But I do want to backtrack because there's a certain son of mine that's looking fucking bulked up as fuck. Yo, GM, look at that guy. Look at that guy. Look, I'm showing the. I'm showing the picture to my brother. I don't know. People were, you know, people were saying that Jabari Smith is not NBA body ready. You know, people say that Paolo Bancaro, which is fair. Paolo Bancaro has an NBA ready body. I mean, bullshit, dude. Like straight up, this dude is NBA ready. This dude is jacked. Jabari is yoked. Jabari <laughs> looks like he's ready to, you know, like you were, you were saying year five, you're expecting Jalen to administer pain. I'm expecting Jabari to administer pain in year one. I'm calling him. <laughs> he's going to be the one administering the pain. I'm telling you, like, look, he's carrying 32 kg and, and I'm not a, I'm not a math whiz, but uh, I do know, I do know my metric system and uh, it, it's about 66 pounds uh, per hand. 
So I'm just saying this right out of the gate and right out of the shoot. And comparing to Jabari right now from already how we look towards the end of the season in Auburn, he already gained muscle. Like, I think he, off the top of my head, I'd say he gained another five pounds as well Mm -hmm. in muscle. And that's pretty insane to think about that in year one. So he kind of already understands and knows like, hey, like this is the NBA now. Like I need to, you know, he's going to play a four. He's going to play the four, maybe even some of the five. So it's almost like maybe maybe we'll get more information on this. Like I said, media day. This is what the greatness about media day is. You may get an answer. Maybe he'll say, I gained weight because I might be, you know, I know I might Playing play some, some center. Five. I might yeah. play some five. I got to be able to administer pain. That should be the name of this episode, administer pain. <laughs> but GM. But he is a uh, half of the member of Legion of Stops. So it makes sense that he can. Uh, legend, a legendary well. member. But these were just like great overall photos. I mean, you, you we mentioned the Jabari Smith uh, and the um, Jalen Green photo, obviously. But yeah, no, even talking about Jacob, Jacob looks looks fantastic and and in my opinion people are looking so forward to Jalen green and of course myself looking forward to jabari smith jr people are talking about tari eason josh christopher always kind of gets looked over in that sense in terms of being that player but like we've said in episodes before he's a he's been the player that surprises everybody so what are you most looking forward to in regards to kind of from seeing the pictures of jacob from what we saw in summer league what we most look forward to into what he's gonna into how he's gonna perform this season i know he's gonna surprise everybody again he's gonna take it up another level i'm pretty sure absolutely i mean the man's motivated i don't know if you saw him in the u.s open he was hanging out with a specific clippers player that is not john wall he was hanging out with the claw, Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> you know, our man Kawhi. Jabari, Jabari, Jabari Smith. Uh, what, what is it? Uh, what, oh, uh, Kawhi Leonard, Jabari Smith Light. You get that. A, poor, <laughs> a poor man's Jabari Smith. <laughs> some, people, some people have said that. I've heard that before. Um, uh, shout one. out to Salman Ali on his uh, Red Nation Hoops 250th episode. He actually said that. So, Kenny, look at you, man. Great minds think alike. Shout out to our friend Salman. You know, um, you know, but in terms of uh, Jacob, like, man, like he definitely surprised us last year. We were there on his birthday when he went perfect in the field and displayed out of his mind um, when it pertains to next year, or I guess you can say this upcoming year, Jacob, man, I, I believe he's going to make strides. He is certainly someone that will make an impact on this rotation. I expect him to get more minutes. I expect him to play a little bit of the one as well, one through three. You know, it's going to be mostly like him, like a him, Jalen Green, Eric Gordon, and Kevin Porter Jr. kind of rotating around that level. Um, But, you know, it, it, it all varies. All I'm saying is that, you know, Josh Christopher showed a lot of what he is capable of in stints. He could make, he could play, make play as a point guard. There were certain moments when he was able to play really, really good defense. And there were moments when he'd just make really good and uh, clutch shots, getting to the bucket at ease, showing flashes of everything that he can do. I mean, he's certainly someone that is good in um, certain respects of his talent and skill set but we just have to see on what improvements i want to see the improvements in his shot i want to see the improvements in uh sharper handles and possibly being a backup one um outside yeah. of dacian nicks and uh or ty ty washington we don't know who's going to win that job and also his defense like in terms of everything 
and especially usage of his athleticism. I want to see something in terms of his defense improving. And that's just what overall the whole team is what we need. Especially when you got guys like Tari Eason and Jabari Smith Jr. on your team, Jay Sean Tate, you know, defense is going to go up. And the fact that Jay Sean now has a couple of running mates with him in terms of defense, I, I'm very happy to see the improvements that we make over there. I'm looking forward to it as well as a, as a, as Justin's dog makes another appearance on the show. <laughs> but um, yeah, for, for Jacob, I mean, you see it enough. The man is, the man's a, a hooper. I mean, he's a, he's a hooper. He's going to put in the work. So I'm excited to see how he's kind of just going to operate and continue to try to take it up another level. But I'd like, I can't wait to see the entire team. You know, there really is this, mantra of christmas time where it's the most wonderful time of the year every time you know Absolutely. you get closer to the rock media season. day is just yeah. it's, it's it's a one of a kind day i get to see Jalen and jabari yo if, if yo i'm telling you right now if they post a picture kind of like and not even like a back-to-back if you get like a a somewhat window side to side give, give me like a Give me what is a give me like a Rocky Balboa Apollo Creed type you know yeah somewhat back to back league bro. is league is finished league is finished bro I'm I'm, I'm gonna you better believe I'm gonna be insufferable and I already posted my tweet <laughs> in regards to how I felt about that Jabari picture so I'm just I'm just gonna be insufferable at that point but <laughs> so there's obviously so many great things to look forward to and we're gonna continue to dive into these in the in the incoming weeks um we didn't want to dive into it too much about media day and training camp. Um, training camp is another another big day, obviously. You know, this is the first time the teams are actually going to get to go at it. And, you know, let's just quickly touch up on this before we move on to the next segment, GM. Just training camp. Uh, explain, you know, in layman's terms what training camp is uh, for people. Just for the casual listener that just doesn't, you know, that it isn't sure what uh, training camp is. Training camp is basically like, it's like the first day of school in terms of sports. All sports usually have a training camp. Basically, it's just, um, getting everybody acclimated back to getting their ramping up their body to be prepared for what is upcoming, which is the regular season. Correct. Um, think about it like that. Like training camp is basically where these guys start to relearn the offense since they've been gone, learning new wrinkles It allows the coach to reestablish certain things the players and it's also a good way of bonding you are with your teammates for how many days in a row in terms of like long long hours in the gym um what is it watching film and there are other things that go along with it but overall like that's exactly what training camp is basically like a very very long week that is the first day of school and you're just getting yourself ready and prepared for the season and getting your body acclimated for what is to come um, it's a good way, like some players will come in in, ex- in amazing shape, like Jalen Green, who looks amazing. Uh, Kevin Porter Jr. has been working out quite a bit. And, you know, some other guys that have been relaxing, it's a good way for them to get back into shape. Um, I don't have that kind of expectation for the team in terms of people being lazy. I anticipate all of our guys coming in extremely in great shape because I feel like these guys have a lot to prove. They're very motivated and they want to win more than 20 games. And, you know, especially with the likes of Jalen green, who believes that he is a star. And I believe this will be a year in which um, his leadership will start to show 
And this year as well, it's in a very important year for Kevin Porter Jr., who will also be probably be vaulted into a leadership role because it is it is his fourth year. He is the point guard of this team, and it is very important for him to show up and show out, um, but not just as a player or in terms of playing, but also mentally. And I think this is a very big year for him and training camp will be good. It'll be a good way for them to bond and to learn each other, especially to uh, Kenny son, Jabari Smith jr. And Tari Eason and Ty Ty Washington. It's going to be very big for them. All of them. I feel like, I feel like it's going to be a dog fight. I feel like it's going to be a very, um, a testy training camp pause. <laughs> but I really feel like it's going to be like one of those training camps. It's going to be intense. Like I, yes. I really feel like yes. that. I feel like Tari there's a lot of, there's a lot of competition. Yeah. Some and, and there's going to be egos, you know what I mean? Like, uh, shout outs to Sam Cassell from the clutch from the um clutch city documentary that the one that came out in 2015. He said, he said, you know, like he's like, I had respect for Kenny Smith and all these and Scotty Brooks. He's like, but they're not better than me, like you know, like and I feel like Jabari and Tari are going to have that mindset, they're going to be like, yeah, we're the new guys. Um, maybe even Tari more than Jabari at this point because Tari's like, yo, I'm 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 being overlooked here, but I'm I'm a lot better than you think I am. And I can maybe take a spot or two. So I, I, I'm excited. I think it's going to be a dog fight and I think it's going to be absolutely, an intense absolutely. training camp as it should be. It needs to be high competitive, highly competitive training camp because there's it's believe it or not, there are a good amount of spots that are not guaranteed. Yes. So, yes. Especially you know, you know what I mean? Players, you know? Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. I mean, which, certain which players would, that yeah. are, they're coming yeah. in motivated, like exactly. Jay Sean Tate, who knows that he ha- has to improve his three-point shot to stay on the floor. And he's heavily worked on it. His corner three has become a huge thing. Steven Silas has mentioned it multiple times throughout this offseason. And even to the likes of KJ Martin, you know, who is currently on the training block, but he is still a very serviceable player. He is um, worth something in terms of competition for this team. And I believe he's going to come in here trying to prove like, I deserve more minutes. I don't deserve to be um, sitting on the bench. And also other guys like Kenny's favorite Spaniard, uh, Usman Garuba. You know, he has a lot to yeah, prove I, this man, trading camp, you know? About that. It's, it, there's a lot. No, there's no a one said screens there. like Garuba. No one. You I'm going like, to, I should just get, I should start getting really excited. Like Roosh, you know? No, no. You know what? I'm going to say this and I'm going to, one of the few times I'm going to shout out uh, the ESPN legend, Stephen A. Smith. But I remember vividly when they, every time Garuba mentioned screens, he mentioned uh, this was when I think Harden, either he made his debut successfully against one of the Pistons game, or it was the, game winner against san antonio at home where harden hit the game winner and is yeah. both both his first year in houston and and bottom line i remember uh steven a goes steven a goes man i remember you all he's like he's like what skip all you talk about is you love tiago split a why because he sets a mean pick he's like he's like that's the only reason why no skip bayless you only love tiago splitter because he sets a mean pick Get out of here. Yeah, like, you know, and, and every time I think about it, every time I hear Usman Garuba, I just want to be like, you love Usman Garuba because he sets a mean pick. And you know what, Stephen A? Yes, I love Usman 
because he does <laughs> set a mean pick. So, <laughs> and, uh, so anyways, little joke before we move on on the next topic. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. no, I'm, I, I, I echo your sentiments, GM. Um, we don't always agree 100% on certain things, but I will agree with you here that absolutely it's, it's a fun time. It's the most wonderful time of the year, and I know we can both agree on that. So yeah. that is gonna, it's going to be fun. Be on the lookout in the next few weeks. We're going to be pumping out more episodes as we get closer to that date, obviously. And, and we'll get you guys, we'll keep you guys informed as we keep going. What's going on, everyone? It's the commissioner here. Wanted to let you all know that we got merch. That's right. We got our first shirt available for the masses, just for y'all, for the city of Houston one time to get us ready for the rocket season that's going to be coming here very very soon inspired by a very legendary wrestling tag team the legion of stops made their presence felt in the summer league and are now ready to take their clamps on the rest of the nba ready to take on steph curry lebron james you name it they're gonna be ready to turn the clamps on and get the stop when they need it the inspiration legion of stops which was actually acquired from a previous episode when we mentioned it so if you actually can find that episode i'm not gonna say which one you can see uh, when we said it and how it basically all came to fruition. So we're very excited about that. So check them out right now. They're at the Apollo Houston store on their online store. You can check them out. Apollo, H-O-U dot store slash products slash Legion of Stops. That's right. I'll say it once again. Apollo, H-O-U dot store slash products slash Legion dash of dash stops and you can also check out our linked tree it's going to be the first link that pops up if you go through our instagram and our twitter you'll see it it'll pop up right there so we are just very excited to get this shirt out to y'all it's our very first of many uh shirts that are going to be releasing throughout the incomingness of the season and we can't wait to get this out to y'all um we're so excited and we're so thankful uh we wouldn't be able to, to do this if it wasn't free also we appreciate y'all support so uh continue to support us by buying our first ever merch be one of the first to get your hands on it that's right you can find them right now at the apollo houston store apollo h-o-u dot store slash products slash legion dash of dash stops and you can also find it once again on our link tree on our instagram and twitter account right there for you so we appreciate y'all and once again on the sign off go rockets what's up world it's your boy von wafer former houston rocket retired professional nba basketball player and you're now tuned in to the summit state of mind podcast Obviously, let's move on to the next uh, segment of the show. And look, we're always looking at ways to bring new content to y'all. We're always looking at things from a different angle. Like we try to not go the proverbial straight line in terms of giving you an A to B podcast. That's not how me and my brother have done things. And, and we've been successful up to this point to not always shoot straight to the you know from a to b we like to you know we like to maneuver around and do different things so we always spitball different ideas and different stuff that we can do for the show and the gm was the one that brought up this fantastic idea which i think we which i thought was great and it actually echoed a similar sentiment from a previous episode so gm i'm going to give you the floor right now kind of introduce what we're going to be doing here and this 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 pretty awesome idea that of of a game that we're pretty much a game that we're going to do or uh or a or a mental exercise. I don't know what you want to call it, but it's basically <laughs> something like that. Oh, the floor is yours, GM. Let the people know. Let them know what the JP, uh, give, give them the JP special one time. 
Well, thank you. Um, so shout out, first of all, shout out to our guy Vader, who, you know, Kenny had brought up the possibility of Seattle getting another team and Vader showing his hatred for the city of Seattle in terms of sports. The city of Seattle did nothing wrong. Let's let's make sure to set that aside. His, city of his Seattle's words are, amazing. His, his words aren't our words. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. I, 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 love, I love the city of Seattle, if I'm being completely transparent. But um, so basically, um, we read, I think there was an article that was released maybe like 10, 14 days ago that stated that the Board of Governors of the NBA are probably going to announce that we will do expansion in the cities of Vegas and dun 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 Seattle. And I'm not gonna lie, I love the idea of Seattle coming back into the league. I do. My homer side is not a fan of it, but that team that was in Seattle is in Oklahoma City now. This is a completely different a team, and they would be drafting. And actually, they would they would be doing would be an expansion draft. So what Kenny and I decided we will do is if we were to be a part of this expansion, well, every NBA team will be a part of the expansion draft. Um, you have to protect eight players from this current roster. So Kenny and I have picked our eight players and we will let you guys know who we have picked. And I guess we can give a little small explanation for why we decided to keep said players, but you know, like, I think this is a fun exercise because it kind of shows the players that Kenny and I value, you know, and I guarantee you it's not going to be the same. Uh, there's a possibility it could be the same. No, I'm going to change it up if you do. (laughs) Well, I I just, can I just preface it by saying right now, um, I did purposefully, we, I, we knew about this before, uh, going into this episode, but I purposefully did not look at the roster. And I purposefully did not think about it. So I I know the two players straight up that I'm going to keep no matter what. And come hell or high water, and I'm pretty sure everyone's <laughs> going to know it. But yeah. at the end of the day, like, yeah, you know, the true. other six the other six are pretty much up for grabs. So I, I didn't look at it, and I, I wanted to kind of freehand it. Um, the GM, I'm sure, <laughs> he had time to think about it. You know, it was his idea. So, But GM, I love the idea. It's a great game. Um who do yeah. you want to go first? Do you want to go first since you're the you're the you're the creator and author of this? Sure. Okay. So the first player that I would protect on this team, obviously, is our stud superstar, budding superstar Usman. shooting guard, Jalen Green, Jalen Gruba. <laughs> Hell yeah, <laughs> no, Jalen Green. Absolutely, <laughs> he he is certainly the first player that I would protect in said draft. Um, you know. I think we've already talked about it enough in the previous segment on the things that Jalen brings to the table, but for those that listen and have no idea who Jalen green is, <laughs> good luck to you guys listening to this podcast. Woof. you know, Jalen green is a 20 year old shooting guard, you know, and he has an incredible amount of balance, athleticism, um, very sharp handles. He is just the perfect mixture put together in terms of what you would want in a guard or especially a star guard. The man can shoot the deep three. He shot a higher percentage than Trey young after from 27 feet and beyond. 
um, shows a lot about what he's capable of. And the last year, we saw a lot of flashes, especially in the last seven games of the year, which finished off with a 41-point game and a loss against the Hawks at home. <clears throat> but, you know, there, there's just so many things that he brings to the table, and he has that it factor. He has that factor that I'm going to be a star. And I, you know, like that you can't replace that teams look for that type of talent and Jalen green has it. So that's certainly the reason why I would take him number one. Okay. For, should, I mean, should we, should, we, number should one. we, yeah. Should we, should we swap, go back and forth with our picks? Uh, we or do can. you want to go if, eight if, straight or do you want to go eight straight? <clears throat> I'll go eight. We, we, we can, um, we can just pick our eight. I don't need it. We don't need to have like a huge um, description in terms of who it is or why we're selecting them. Cause I mean, it can be very straightforward. I was just giving Jalen green quite the introduction. Cause I feel like he deserves that, you know? Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, okay. So you, so you want to go eight in a row. So go ahead and uh, keep, continue on with your, Oh no, no, no. You can alternate all let's alternate. Oh, so I, we're going to alternate. Okay. Let's alternate. Let's That's alternate. what I meant. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, sorry. 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 I, I totally misunderstood you. Uh, I apologize. Everybody. Okay. Okay. So yeah, I mean, tops on my board. Tops on the board. The person I'm going to keep, it's got to be Jalen Green. Uh, there's nothing that I can say that that uh, that's going to differentiate too much from what the GM said. Look, Jalen Green is the cornerstone. That's the bottom line. Um, we got so lucky, so blessed that we moved on from Harden so quickly. You know, just a little absolutely. after a year, and we land on the laps of a Jalen Green and my soon-to-be uh, next pick, uh, Jabari Smith Jr. Oops, spoiler alert. But I just, you know, uh, yeah, not really. But look, Jalen Green is everything that you want in – he possesses all the tools of a player that looks like he's capable. Now, how far he takes these tools, it's up to him at the end of the mm-hmm. day. Um, yeah. We're just diving into a year two of a 20-year-old Jalen Green who hasn't even scratched the surface of how good he is as a player. And the mm-hmm. fact that I mentioned this in the last episode of Vader, in his worst, in his worst of the season last year, he averaged close to 15 points a game. The dude's a bucket, regardless how you spin it. And he wasn't even the, you could argue he wasn't even the number three option at that point. He was probably number four. You could argue he was even the number five option on the team. Like that's the Touché. insane part. So yeah, yeah. at his worst, he was averaging close to 15 a game. So this dude's a bucket. If he can turn himself into a two-way talent on top of it, it'll just catapult him into another whole nother stratosphere. And then you're not even just talking about him being the best player on the team. You're looking at maybe one of the best players in the NBA. So I'm excited. I'm excited. And that's why he's tops on my board. So over to you, GM, who's number two, who else is safe in the uh, NBA expansion draft? Well, the second player that I would uh, keep safe would be Alperin Shangun. Um, Alperin Shangun, I feel like could be the perfect complement of a tag team partner in terms of stardom next to a Jalen Green. You know, he's got Jokic level talent, footwork of Akeem Olajuwon. The guy can play defense. He may be a little shorter than them, but he just has this star factor. No one, even even in the Euro basket, Alperin Shangun has shown flashes of what he can possibly bring to the league next year in terms of his arsenal. We've seen him do Dirk Nowitzki step back fadeaways. We've seen him do some dream shakes. We've seen him do crazy passes that he usually does in the uh, for the Rockets. But in terms of just uh, potential, Alperin Shangun is the number two guy in terms of star potential uh, in my eyes for the Houston Rockets. I'm shocked that you said LP. 
<laughs> I'll be blatantly honest. <laughs> I did not know he was uh, going to go number I two. Mean, but yeah, I'm shocked yet. I'm not shocked, I guess. I'm just shocked that he was number two on your board. You know, with the with the first mean, shock. Man. With the first shock of the board. Well, granted, it's not like it's going to matter. You're, these aren't picks. This is just pretty much. You, this doesn't even have to be in order. I'm just trying to go. For me, I'm doing this based on order of importance. Mm-hmm. That's just for me. So number two for you is LP. Number two for me is got. Look, number three. Pick in the NBA draft should have been the number one pick in the NBA draft. The dude is six ten, could be seven feet before it's all said and done. Forty three percent from the th- from the three point line in college, about to light up the motherfucking league. Two way talent. Kawhi Leonard calls himself a poor man's Jabari Smith. You better believe that my number two guy is gonna be Jabari Smith Jr. Number two at the board for the person that I'm going to save in this expansion draft. You better believe it. Look, Jabari Smith. I, there's nothing more that I need to say. Go to past episodes. If anything, I could probably put a whole clip together of all the good things I have to say about Jabari Smith. Look, he the dude's got it all. The dude's got it all. He's not even talking about uh, Jalen Green not even fitting into his frame yet. Jabari Smith is already jacked, and he hasn't even you're not, he haven't he hasn't even fitted to his frame yet. He's 19 years old. He's one of the youngest players in that draft. Was literally so highly touted coming out of the like coming going into the draft and then all of a sudden he drops to the rockets and all of a sudden oh he's not good oh he's slow no bullshit he's gonna absolutely come in here and he's gonna light it up may not have a strong start to the season but look i'm telling y'all right now if you want guys look you're not gonna win championships without guys with two-way talent and jabari smith is the ultimate personification of a player that has two-way talent written all over him great defense puts himself in a perfect position has a stroking three-point shot can cut to the rim has a post-up has a really really underrated mid-range jumper he makes he was the number one shot maker in college in terms of difficult shot making and in the nba that bodes perfect because you will be forced in these one-on-one situations especially this rockets team you know there's not a ton of ball handlers you're going to be forced to take tough shots why else would you not want to have the number one guy in college making the tough shots in college to be translated over to the nba he's his already has an nba ready body with already nba ready shot making ability with nba ready defense to uh to boot look Number two overall pick for me, Jabari Smith Jr. Mike drop. Number three over to UGM. Who are we? Who are we saving in this future expansion? Who's not going to Seattle? Basically, who's staying in Houston? Um, my third guy is the guy you just talked about, Jabari Smith Jr. I don't need to go into it. You already explained plenty of the good things that Jabari Smith Jr. brings to the table. Uh, the guy can do it all in terms of shooting. He can. I don't think he's like the best uh, tr- triple level threat but he is a perfect threat from the three-point line to partner with uh, Jalen Green and uh, Kevin Porter Jr. And I think that Jabari Smith will be amazing. And let's not even forget his defense. One half of the Legion of Stops, the guy is very underrated in terms of defense because I guess he hasn't gotten his respect according to some of the pundits out there. I'm curious to see how it's going to be, but I think Jabari Smith Jr. has a lot of star potential. Okay, so it goes over to me. Number three on the board. Um, we're pretty much locked in on the top three. I'm gonna mm-hmm. I'm gonna take Opera yeah. and Shangun. I'm gonna take Opera and Shangun on number three, and that doesn't. Uh, and, and like I said, you already have pretty much covered the bases in terms of what an LP brings to the table. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a Jokic light. You have that type of player with that type of talent. You got to see what he did in the Euro games. Dude's obviously has so much potential. Now 
it for me the jury's still out for him and completely yeah. succeeding into being the next Jokic. I need to see more. I need to see more defensively. I do need to see more in terms of getting boards. I need to see more out of him in terms of that. But with the potential so high and him locked in so early and him being so young, you have to be crazy to not want to keep him on this team. So number three, easy pick for me. Operin Shangun. And that's how I feel about that. Uh, number four, over to you, GM. Who else are we saving in this uh, future expansion draft? Oh, man. Rocket Twitter might get mad at me for mentioning this player halfway through my board. But Kevin Porter Jr. is the other player that I will pick. I should have saved it for last just to be annoying troll. But no, I'm, I'm not that guy. Um, you know, I, I believe in Kevin Porter Jr.'s talent. Um, that's why I'm keeping him. Um, I thought that's an easy selection. The guy is 6'5". He has tools and traits that aren't replicated in terms of what he brings to the table. And Kevin Porter Jr., people might uh, seem to think that he might not fit next to a Jalen Green, which is certainly uh, it's a fair point. And people might want a true point guard, but he's the best point guard on this roster currently. And that's not saying that he's not capable i believe he's capable the one thing i want to see from him this year is just i mean side note we're going to talk about the upcoming seasons that his turnovers go down make better decisions play smarter it's all i need from a kevin porter jr and get jalen green and jabari smith the ball you know when it's their time and that's all you can ask for anyways i think that kevin porter jr just as a talent is an amazing player and I believe that he is very crucial to our team moving forward, considering that he is a fourth-year player. He is the point guard of this team. There's a lot of potential there and to see where this can go. And I'm just overall excited. Um, so, yeah, Kevin Porter Jr. deserves to be on this uh, team, man. And shout-out to Brad. He posted up a video of Kevin Porter Jr. shooting what he had. He's posted up the stat. He was like 45.7% on catch-and-shoot threes. Um, so there you go, man. That's a, that's, that's a pretty nice number. You know, how often yeah. will he be catching and shooting is a whole other issue, but you know, it's yeah. a nice, it's a nice, it's a nice stat to glorify, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, push yeah, the agenda, yeah. go Absolutely. push the agendas. There you go. Okay. So this is the first time we're going to, we're going to, we're going to split on the, uh, uh, split away from each other. Uh, I'm going to pick, and, and there's another guy that that's, that's gotten, some things here and there, but I will never undervalue his importance to the team because of what he provides and the leadership that he provided, especially during the Rockets Rockets darkest days. And that is a Jay Sean Tate, Jay Sean Tate, number four on my board in terms to keep of a player to keep you just Jay Sean Tate is the guy that you want in a foxhole with you. Jay Sean Tate is the guy Mm -hmm. that if you're going to win a title, you're going to need or compete for playoffs any type of playoff success minus the minus even getting to a finals you need someone like aj sean tate and and everything i've heard has been so good coming out of this offseason just constantly hearing himself working on corner threes working on corner threes working on corner threes because he knew during the season when those times when they play with they would play with the jazz i always remember rudy gobert guarded him and just left him there from three-point line i'm sure he remembers mm-hmm. that jay sean tate is such a fiery competitor he he went into the lab he got better he got stronger he got better three-point shot he can do he's like a jack of all trades he can do a little bit of everything so it was a pretty easy decision for me uh to keep jay sean tate 
on this team uh, for my expansion draft. And I, I can't wait to see the leaps and bounds he's going to take during this season. He's only 26 and he's going to be one of the oldest guys, one of the older veterans on the team. He's going into year <laughs> three as a, as a rocket. So that's, that's pretty yeah, crazy to hear. Yeah. yeah. Going to year three. So, all right, GM over to you. Who's number five on your board to uh, stay a rocket. Uh, number five on my board is the guy that you just spoke about, Jay Sean Tate. And everything that you said <laughs> reflects on how I feel, you know, leadership. He, even though he is only in year three, he's still an elder statesman as a pro because he's played overseas. Um, you know, in terms of defense, hustle and grit, Jay Sean Tate is the face of that. I mean, despite the fact that our defense wasn't so great last year, it was actually in last place. Jay Sean Tate's hustle and fight was always shown. And whether or not we were up 20 or down 20, Jay Sean Tate was always there. He was like GI Joe. He was always there, man. But, you know, um, with that being said, I, I'm fully on board the Jay Sean Tate train in terms of keeping him um, protected. So Seattle nor Las Vegas can get their hands off of him. <laughs> so backup nice. teams, backup nice, nice. This chip is not going on the table. He is going <laughs> to stay right here. Okay. Number five on my board. He played in the summer league. Mm-hmm. He's going into year two. We just talked about him earlier in the episode. The He's got the proverbial dog in him. The dude's a hooper. The man who was supposed to be in the G League for at least the first 41 games last year literally strong strong armed his way into a rotation spot i'm talking about the one and only josh motherfucking christopher look jay gup jay gup is if you want to look for someone that's just a hooper that's what josh christopher is he's like the epitome of hooper any chance he can get to play he can pick up a ball and play basketball he's going to do it whether it's pickup games for pickup games at at home or you know very important games like the summer league like he's going to pick up a ball and he's going to play that's what he does and he's going to continue to improve and get better there's just no way that i couldn't you can't not keep him because of of the fact that he's proven so much more than being just oh Jalen Green's friend, because that's a lot mm. a lot of people treated him. He's earned his spot on the team. He's earned his PT. He strong armed his way into the rotation, and he's proven that with every game he just gets stronger. So I'm just excited to see what he's gonna do. And there's no way I would ever let Seattle get their hands on one Josh Christopher slash Jacob slash dog on him slash hooper josh christopher is number five on my board number six over to you gm shout outs to miami lebron who are we looking at in terms who's staying in houston who's staying a rocket this is where it gets dicey Um, yeah i mean there's there's no um debate here i'm gonna go with number six on my board the second half of the legion of stops tari eason peso is our dude man and i think that what he brings defensively, like you said about Josh Christopher, Tar Eason also has that proverbial dog in him. It's been diagnosed by a doctor. Um, I'm not a doctor, <laughs> but Twitter is fully certified doctors. Like Dr. Julius Irving is Dr. J. Um, they have diagnosed Tar Eason that he has that proverbial dog in him. You know, and 
the summer league, he was in first team all summer league, which isn't much to say, you know, summer league is pretty much throw away. These guys play kind of learn the system, but I think that his talent and what he brings to the table is reflected more on what he does on the floor as opposed to his stats. Um, his stats were a bit more inflated because of opportunities, but I believe what he brings to the table won't be exactly shown in terms of stats. It might be shown in terms of advanced stats, like plus minus on the floor and other defensive metrics that follow along with that. But Tar Eason is just a downright hustler and he will play defense and he can guard anyone one through five. He has that length. He has that hustle. He's basically like a taller version of what you can say is like, you know, like he defends with the intensity of a Patrick Beverly without the stupidity that accompanies uh, Patrick Beverly. I'm not saying he's stupid. I just mean like in terms of putting your body on the line in terms of risk. Um, but Tari Eason is just someone with so much potential in terms of being a defensive stopper, a stalwart, someone that can change the game when he is on the floor on the defensive side in terms of length. So and, and also in terms of athleticism, the man's very, very smart. And it's crazy to me to see all the reports about um, his intelligence. I felt like was insulting, but if the Rockets were uh, putting that out there to lower his value, then kudos to them. The Rockets did a great job. Um, but yeah, like for me, I believe that the combo of Tari Eason with the likes of Jabari Smith Jr. and Alperen Shingun in the front court, that is something that's super crucial. And I believe that he is a big piece of what we are trying to do in the long term. So sorry again, Seattle and Vegas, but this peso is not on the table. This peso, wow. This peso stays in the pocket of Houston. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're closer to Mexico, so it makes sense. That's true. It's true. We are very <laughs> close. Okay. Uh, we're at six. So, f- full full agreement. I'm going to match up with you exactly. Uh, Tari Eason, uh, there's no yeah. other way you can't, you can't do it otherwise. And the man has proven time, you know, this, this small, small sample size that. He's got he does have that proverbial dog on it dog in him and he has handles to boot. I didn't expect mm-hmm. him to do that behind the back dribbling and he does. Yeah. And I feel like he has a little bit he has almost like a little bit of a hybrid like Jay Sean Tate in him. When I saw him handle the ball, I was like, "Oh, in a fast break. Okay, we're seeing a little Jay Sean Tate in Tari." And if that is the trajectory of what we're looking at, holy crap. This dude's going to be more than just serviceable. This dude's going to be a commodity, a piece on a, on a contending team, if that continues to be the trajectory he's going to go. So no other way you can spin it. Number six on my board is Tari mother effing Eason. <laughs> number seven, shout outs to Jeremy Lin on the board number, right now for you. Number seven on my board, no knock on the guy. Kenny brought him up earlier. I think he was his fifth pick is uh, Jacob, Josh Christopher. Josh Christopher is a very integral piece in terms of moving forward. He is a very versatile piece in terms of positioning. He can play multiple positions on the floor, offensively, defensively. He can play a pseudo backup point guard if need be. He, we saw him running the break very, very well during the season. His defense led to much, many transition transitional points and uh, transitional points in the fast break. And overall, like there's just so much potential there in terms of what he brings to the table. And I believe that our future long-term 
uh, he's important. And I'm afraid that he is also a player that if he, if he was left unprotected, Seattle or Vegas would take him. But unfortunately, the Rockets are not playing the game of risk. This risk is off the table. Oh, my God. Is this going to be a saying? This, this fill-in-the-blank is off the table. Okay, all right. That's good. That, hey, man. Hey, good. man. Hey, hey. You We're know what? The, characters let's make this expansion draft even more fun. We got the birth right. of Justin's quotables. You're welcome. Yeah, you got you to get yourself another JP special twice in one episode. You're welcome, you America. Go. You're there welcome, you Houston. Okay. So, Maui. Seven. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Okay. Number seven <laughs> on my board. Number seven on my board, a little lower than a lot of people expected it. Um, but of course, obviously I have to save him. Kevin Porter Jr. Look, he, he has just, a lot he just to wanted to keep he just wanted to bring some uh suspense to the of table. Of course, of course. I have to, I have to. But Kevin Porter Jr., look, he there's a lot he needs to do for me. Um, I've said it time and time again what he provides what he can provide when he's focused, when he's his heart and his head is, are both in the game. Um, unfortunately, you can see the downside as well. And what he, what happens when he's not focused and honed in on the game. So I want to <laughs> see less of that, less of the latter, more of the former. I just need to see yeah. my boy focused, mm-hmm. try to be focused. And, and if he does that, look, he is going to rip it this season. Look, it's contract year. Look, Kevin Porter Jr., I'm talking to you. Have yourself a Carlos Correa year. Show up, show out. You know, if you if you want to get paid, this is the year to prove it. So go do your bit, go about your business. Prove a lot of people, prove me wrong. Well, don't even really prove me wrong. I still believe in you. It's just more like I just need to see more. Jury's still out. But prove the haters wrong and prove the prove the supporters right. And, you know, show up, show out and be that guy that everyone wants you to be. Be the guy that's not the 30th pick in the NBA draft. Be the guy that a lot of people in in boards when you were in high school had you touted as the possible number one, number two pick in the in the NBA draft. So be that guy. Be less the 30th overall pick. Be more a top five pick, which you were touted to be. Fulfill the potential that you were promised. Mm -hmm. So number seven on my board. Easy pick that eighth pick GM. Okay, I actually think we should be uniform on this, unless my brother I, I, honestly, to turn I don't, heel. I don't know if we'll be uniform. To be okay. honest, there are quite okay. a few players that I there certainly value in yeah. terms of um, who I don't want to get drafted. I mean, obviously, one player that we might not want drafted is Eric Gordon because of the fact that he had he's very valuable to winning teams. I don't know if he's valuable to uh, startup teams, which is why he will not be protected. I will leave Eric Gordon unprotected. There's another player that people uh, can be high on as well. His name is Usman Garuba. But in my eyes, he will not be protected. The player that I will protect at number eight is Ty Ty Washington. And I will tell you why. I value Ty Ty Washington just a bit higher than a Dacian Knicks. And it's no offense to Dacian Knicks, but the reason why I value Ty Ty Washington so highly is just because he was highly touted coming out of high school. He was a top prospect. He was playing so well for Kentucky in the first half of the year, and he kind of dropped off uh, due to injury. But there is a lot of potential there 
in terms of what he brings. And I also really liked what I saw in the summer league. And like I said, again, not in terms of statistics, but in terms of what he showed on the court in terms of smart decisions, making the right choice on the pick and roll, whether to pass the ball to the roller to, or to the pick setter in terms of the three ball or getting to the bucket. And there were some shots that were a little questionable, but um, also we can understand that in his eyes, it might've been the best shot and his passing is very, very good. Can be possibly underrated in terms of what he brings to the table and his defense is very solid. He showed signs that he is capable of playing good defense in the NBA. So, you know, in terms of all of that, his shot as well, man, there's his potential. So in my eyes, Ty Ty is the guy. And because he is the guy, sorry, Vegas, we can't roll any die tonight because Ty Ty is off the off table. The table. <laughs> So let me tell you, man, Ty Ty is my eighth guy. Um, I, I, I'm pretty sure you and I will not agree in terms of this list at the end, but we'll see. Maybe you'll have a surprise. Okay, so there's a lot of, look, my son is Jabari Smith Jr., but before Jabari, there was another guy whom I loved with all my heart, and I still do. So for my eighth pick, I will go with, Boban Marjanovic because of what he provides to the locker room. Psych, no, I can't say that with a straight face. Wow, I was, I thought, I thought you were for real. I thought you were no, for real. No, no, no. Come on, no, it's not Boban. It's obviously Marquise Chris. No, but um, man, okay, look, I, I, I try to think strategically about this, so I bounce back and forth. So I did. I feel like in an expansion draft, Tai Tai is more wanted. I feel like someone like an Usman may stay undrafted yeah like so do you run the risk of letting usman go with the possibility of getting him I back think, right I, after I, I think i think ty ty you know has I mean? a higher ceiling yeah in terms yeah of being drafted by an expansion team yeah exactly we're not talking Unless, overall like overall potential we're talking just potential of getting drafted like eric gordon's yeah. gonna get drafted but like then i start thinking strategically it's like okay well i want to keep ty ty but then i want to keep usman like, I want to keep yeah. them both. Like, how do you yeah. work that exactly? So, I really, really want to keep Ty Ty. Like, I really, really do. Like, I found this a lot more difficult, but. <laughs> My guy made the, the right choice. You and, the, the, uh, you and uh, I were uniform. Man. No, 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 we're not. We're not. What? So, I I, I pull back the curtain and I decide. So you are taking Boban. I, no. <laughs> shut the fuck up. I decide to put the proverbial chip of uh tie tie back on the table <laughs> remove the the stained the 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 stained chip of uh usman garuba off the table i will pick usman wow. i have to I do it. it i have I to it. keep the pick i have highly to touted defender usman gruba i have yeah. to look respectable the man, respectable. The man look if i want to build this team out ty ty is more than likely gonna get dropped but you never know maybe they because they can only draft I mean, we do have dacian knicks we yeah. can play him I if think, he doesn't get drafted either I, I think in an expansion draft they can only draft up to 12 or is it 14 
It's got to be 14. They need to fill out the okay. roster. But so I'm not 100% seven sure. players on each team, but you're looking at the other 30 teams in the league that are going to let go of their other players. So there's exactly. a, there's exactly. actually a good chance neither of a tie tie or an Usman can get drafted. Like they're going to obviously look at veterans first and then work their way towards the young guns. Exactly. So in a strategic manner, I would love tie tie, but I have to stay. I got to, you know, I got to stay loyal. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a loyal, I'm a loyal ho. What can I say? I, I, so, I respect, I respect so, it. Man. I respect it. That was, that was a great exercise. Usman. Yeah. Uh, Usman's the guy. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. yeah and dude. Yeah. 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 Look, round of applause for the GM. Great stuff. A great idea. Nonetheless, good, good stuff. Um, Yeah. We, we, we always try to think of new and different ways to, to do episodes and, and that's another way. And, and, I'll be honest, y'all. Y'all think it's just an exercise, quote unquote. But look, the time is coming sooner or later. An expansion draft is coming from what Adam Silver said. So I think this time is going to come sooner rather than later, y'all. Y'all need to keep your eyes peeled. Like, this is not as much of an exercise as y'all think. At some point, Raphael Stone's going to have to go into the war room and pick his top eight. And then, you know, he's going to have to do his best Tom MySpace impression and pick his top eight of friends and decide to to dump the rest and see what's going to happen there. So we'll see. I don't know what that mindset's going to be and what the roster is going to look like at that point. It may take another year, another two years, but it's going to happen. Like I'm pretty, pretty certain that that's going to happen. So we'll keep our eyes and ears peeled as those news continue to come. GM, another great job on another great idea for another fun exercise slash game. And another thank you, GM, 120 episodes and in just over a two-year span from the inception of our podcast with over thousands upon thousands of downloads and we are continuing the journey to you know proverbially meeting at the summit so gm thank you (laughs) for just you know being my guy being my my co-host just being my partner in all of this gm you know last words last stuff here before we go home um, I just want to say thank you guys to everyone that supports us. You know, um, if you guys follow me on Instagram, I was sent out a post feeling grateful for all the support um, from everyone that we did. Um, or just from everyone in general that comes out and supports us, you know, from our parties to downloading and listening to our episodes, to interacting with us on Twitter, to, you know, buying our merch, man. Thank you. And especially to the people that, you know, took care of us, like, you know, our, our first network, uh, Minute Media, shout out Space City Scoop. They're looking to hire somebody. So, you know, Space City Scoop definitely took care of us for our short time that we were um, together as a team. And those guys over there, they're great people. Highly suggest if you're looking for a start in this industry, that is a good place to be and a good place to start. Also, shout out to Apollo HOU for taking care of us being our main squeezes in terms of taking care of our podcast and our network, you know, much love to them. Special shout out to Taylor Pate. That's our boy. Um, you know, love him to death, man. And we're happy, extremely happy. Both of us extremely happy to be a part of this team. So, you know, like with, with that being said, make sure to follow us on Twitter at summit S O M P O D follow us on Instagram at summit state of mind underscore pod follow me on twitter and instagram at jp underscore mirabueno m i r a b u e n o and also 
make sure to follow our net follow our network at Apollo H O U on every single social media you can find. We are probably on there. Yeah. No, easily. We easily are. GM, I was going to be like, please don't forget the outro. Please don't forget the outro. And he hits the outro. Thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> for, for myself, too, you can follow me on Twitter at uh, SummitCommish, S-U-M-M-I-T-C-O-M-M-I-S-H. Check out our merch. Check out our merch right now on Apollo, H-O-U.store. Look, we're, we're just continuing to pump out just great great shirts the rising sun shirt we got the legion of stop shirt more merch more surprises coming your way guys if you continue to follow us please continue to follow us because more exciting news to come along with this upcoming season of the houston rockets we are continuing to 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 be the podcast to be the people's podcast and continuing to be a podcast for the city of houston and we're just getting started 120 episodes in and we're just getting started and i feel like it's day one so you know that you know what that means myself and the gm we're hungry and we are we and we we what is it what's the saying that jim dan would say we are hungry we just and we are gonna forget our manners <laughs> there you go there <laughs> we're you gonna go. be hungry okay so that's all i have to say uh on the sign off and the go home here look we appreciate each and every one of you 120 episodes in. y'all are great y'all are amazing continue to follow us on all uh platforms like my like my brother said continue to follow us uh, and whatever y'all do, big shouts and thank yous to each and every one of our listeners from day one all the way to now. Please stay tuned. Continue to support our podcast, support Apollo, support our homies and friends that have other shows. And most importantly, please support the city of Houston. And more importantly than that, support the Houston Rockets, the namesake of our podcast. So that'll be it. And on the sign off, we'll see y'all next week. Take care. The Summit. Four, 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 four. Five.